You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, terrific show today. 415 Steve Batterson. Uh, Quad City Times will be our guest. Wolfgang will join the show coming up around 435. And tonight, high school baseball with my partner on the call. Trent, who's on the big-time radio station tonight? We have Ankeny High getting ready to finish up the yeah. regular season against Des Moines Roosevelt in a figure Probably some seniors involved, maybe a little senior day activity for that one. Game two of the doubleheader, and Jim, well, you normally know I about take the airways about 6.45 or so with the second game of the CML doubleheaders, but there's no lights over at Des Moines Roosevelt, so because of that, <laughs> game one is already underway. That one uh, started up just a little bit ago at 3.30, game two scheduled for 5.30, so I'll be out there for that one, looking uh, forward to it. Done a lot of games in the past at Roosevelt. Haven't made it out yet this year. And uh, one of my favorite places to call a game, sit right back behind the the uh, home plate there, right behind the backstop so the kids can hear me calling the game right behind them. It's a great setup <laughs> and, and one of my favorite places to go. So looking forward to get out there, Jimmy B. And then, well, next Friday night is when uh, things get started. Friday night is the opening round of substate play. The semifinals on Monday night next week and then Wednesday the sub-state final, and by that time, after Wednesday night, well, weather permitting, we will know everybody that will be descending down, all eight teams in the four classes, making their way to Principal Park for the 2018 championships. Going to be a lot of fun. Once again, Trent on the call tonight, beginning around 5.30. All right, we have plenty of news. Uh, most of it is out of Iowa today. Uh, with Ragumba making it official, he's gone. And then what took place with Carton saying, nope, I'm not interested in Iowa. I've narrowed it to three schools. Also that came out over the weekend, Trent, that I found interesting were the Las Vegas Superbook odds. And I want to get into some of that, but let's start first. Let's do football first with Ragumba. Okay. I mean, we already kind of had hints about this, so this was not a major shock. No, not at all. And we uh, talked about this last week after he tweeted. All it was was a uh, little emoji of a clock. But anytime you see an Iowa football player tweeting, very quickly afterwards, we usually find out that they're no longer with the program. Jim, I mean, this is as good as you're going to find. This is a good. Can you remember a time that a football player's ever tweeted and then remained with the team outside of an account being hacked like we talked about last week. Yes. It, it doesn't happen. I don't. I don't. No. When, when a guy uh -huh. tweets, that means they're on their way out the door. Mandy Ragumba made it uh, official today with a tweet thanking everybody at Iowa, but looking to transfer for his final two seasons. He'd sit out this year as long as he travels at, and he transfers, excuse me, to the FBS level. Still have two years of eligibility as he played as a true freshman. So that's sitting out there right now, Jimmy B. And uh, you wonder about Iowa where they are in terms of depth. I think this one's pretty simple. Manny Rugumba had that great game as a true freshman against Michigan, but since then was never able to capitalize it. Wasn't able to to take that to the next step, and, and you saw that happen throughout the season. Last year he lost time. Ojemudia took over his spot. Then Matt Hankins, who was a true freshman himself. You couple that, they bring in two of the highest-rated defensive backs that they have ever had at the cornerback spot coming in this year. I think Manny Rugumba saw the writing on the wall and understood 
I want to play, it's probably not going to be very much in Iowa City anymore. I think you're absolutely right. And we've already discussed the fact, too, that if he decided that he wanted to drop down to FCS, then he could play immediately. Right. So from that standpoint, he does have two options there. But look, it, I, I'm not stunned by this. And with everything that we had heard talking to our guys on the show, Tom Cakert, Pat Hardy, uh, Steve Batterson, who's on the show uh, later, coming up here in a little bit. Uh, they all indicated that he was indeed losing ground. So it's, it's not a stunner, really, at all. No, but uh, for that, that one's one we felt. This one, Jim, I, I'd been hinting and indicating, you know, I'd heard for DJ Carton over in Bettendorf, the five-star point guard, that at different times, Indiana was the leader, Ohio State was the yeah. leader, Michigan the leader. But over the last few months, I'd never heard that Iowa was the leader. And though... That one last night certainly stings. This wasn't going to happen, folks. The writing had been on the wall for a while. Yes, Iowa was among the six teams, but he was looking for something different. He was looking for a program Mm -hmm. that is ready-made. Yes, there are plenty of kids out there that want to be part of a rebuild. There's others that don't, and it's very apparent here that's not the case for D.J. Carton. Even with the relationships that he had and the work that Fran McCaffrey and the staff put in, He wanted to go to a program that could win, and win at a high level right away. Yeah, I I agree with you 100%, and uh, good for him. Uh, I'll look forward to watching him play because I don't hold grudges like fans do when a kid turns down their team. So I like watching Iowa kids play. And look, he's on the edge there. I know at the side of the state. I get it and everything. But still, uh, I will keep an eye on him because I think he's going to turn into a pretty exciting player, Trent. Well, he's the highest-ranked player in the state of Iowa since Harrison Barnes. I mean, he he is a guy that comes in with a lot of accolades, a big time, uh, his athletic ability through the roof, knows how to run a team. He, he's really everything that Iowa wants yep. in a point guard and still haven't been able to nab it. We'll get into that a little bit more. But we got Steve Batterson coming in to kick off the program next. Steve's going to join us. We'll talk with him. He's there, boots on the ground in the Quad Cities. DJ Carton, we knew you, now we don't. We'll talk about it next on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Sponsored by Account Temps. Demand for top talent is at an all-time high. Account Temps can help you find highly skilled temporary accounting and finance professionals who fit your needs and hit the ground running. Account Temps, a Robert Half Company. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Shop Lowe's July 4th savings all week for great deals to keep your lawn and patio looking sharp. Conquer it all with a Cobalt 40-volt max lithium-ion cordless trimmer or blower. Now only $129 each, including a versatile battery system that powers over 10 tools. Then add some style to your outdoors with up to 40% off select patio and outdoor decor. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 7-9. See store for details. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, everybody. We continue right here 
until 5.30. Then high school baseball for you tonight with my partner Trent Condon on the call. Right now talking a little hawk, Steve Batterson, Quad City Times, is our guest. Steve, uh, let's cut right to the chase here, okay? Uh, did you think in your estimation on the D.J. Carton scenario that Iowa would at least make the final cut? Or did this kind of uh, catch a lot of people off guard totally? I think D.J. Carton has had his eyes on bigger fish for, for a long time. Uh, it, it did not totally surprise me. Uh, I think that, uh, uh, you know, in our conversations with him and, and some of our other reporters' conversations with him, uh, there has been a, a tendency for him to, to continue to come back to uh, the idea that he wanted to be a part of a program that uh, was playing for Final Four championships and, and uh, you know, conference titles uh, throughout his career. And, you know, Iowa doesn't fit that description at this point in time. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, he's a kid that... Uh, uh, you know, if he had his preference, uh, you know, he'd be sitting back right now, uh, waiting for a, for a blue blood or two to, to maybe pick up the phone and call as well. And, and certainly if that were to happen here over the, over the, uh, uh, you know, the next few weeks, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if, you know, his uh, final list may not be quite so final. Steve, uh, very interesting. Carton, a guy that you know, grows up an hour away from Iowa City. We, we hear about the Quad Cities, you know, being a, a Hawkeye hotbed and Bettendorf and those types of things. How much was the poll staying close to home a part of this here? How, how much we're in central Iowa? We got a pretty good 50-50 split here with Iowa and Iowa State. I know you got Illinois fans over there. You got some Wisconsin. You got a little bit of everything over in the Quad Cities. But how big of a contention is it to Hawkeye fans of the Quad Cities? Well, it, it's certainly a, a Hawkeye market in terms of, of uh, you know, just proximity to Iowa City. I mean, it is an easy drive to Iowa City, and I think that was probably Iowa's biggest selling point with DJ Carden, uh, is that he can, uh, you know, could hop home uh, within an hour. If he wanted to come home every week and do laundry, he could do that. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think the world is, is kind of a changing place for a lot of top-level basketball players anymore, and I think one of the things... Uh, uh, that we've seen with, uh, you know, with the growth and, and proliferation of, of AAU programs is, is that the world is a lot smaller. Uh, you know, I, you know, he's hopping in, you know, with the Quad City Elite team that's going around the country and playing games. Uh, you know, uh, a situation, you know, that has led players in a number of different directions. Uh, you know, half at Wisconsin is, is, is a product of that program as well. So, you know, I, I don't think, uh, um, that he has necessarily been tied to to staying in state. Um, he grew up uh, until middle school across the river over in Geneseo, Illinois, uh, before moving to Bettendorf. So, uh, you know, he's, he's floated around a little bit. And, you know, I think the allure of, of, of you know, Michigan or Ohio State with, with their recent success and, and Indiana certainly with, you know, the, the traditional roots of that program, uh, you know, they have a lot to sell, too. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a pretty appealing thing for, for a young kid who, uh, you know, doesn't necessarily feel like he wants to be tied down to, uh, uh, you know, to living in the neighborhood, so to speak. Uh, it's interesting that, that you bring that up. Look, uh, Michigan made the final three uh, after the run that they had last year, and we know what John Beeline can do as as a head coach. And as I 
went around and checked out different sites, Steve, and and looked at see what some Hawk fans were saying. They were just trashing McCaffrey, trashing D- DJ Carton. Uh, I tweeted out that, hey, at least you get a chance to still see him play in Carver if he goes to one of those three teams. Low blow, so, low it, blow. <laughs> so it's, it's not all that bad, right, Steve? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I, I think the other thing, uh, John Beeline has recruited him as, as, uh, as hard as, as anyone that, that I've seen uh, recruit a kid um, in, in recent years around here. Um, and I mean, there there is a definite want on on the part of, of Beeline in in terms of what he sees in, in DJ Carton. Um, Iowa did a, a solid job of recruiting the kid as well. There's the, you, you can't fault the effort that Fran put into this or, or his staff. Uh, it, it just simply the, the fit wasn't there for the player. And, and you know, we've seen this a few times with top players in the state who who've chosen to you know to go elsewhere for their careers. And and I think that. Uh, uh, you know, it's one of those things now, you know, the, the question for Fran and his staff becomes, you know, what is plan B? Uh, you know, if you don't get DJ Carton, you know, who's next on that list and, and what can you do to, to convince that person that, that I was the place that he needs to be and, and, uh, how can he step in and help that program? Um, you know, DJ's a kid who still has some work to do. Uh, you know, his outside shot is not overly consistent at this point in his career. Uh, he is a good distributor. Uh, he's going to be a fine point guard at the next level, uh, and, and he certainly is working on his shot. I think that's probably a summertime priority this year, and, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how things progress for him next season at Bettendorf, which uh, did not have a winning record last year uh, and uh, was a very young team. So he'll have a chance to kind of lead that team and, and prepare for you know wherever the road may lead him. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it's uh, you know, certainly a disappointing thing for Iowa fans. They like to see players stay in state, and uh, Iowa State fans are the same way as well. Uh, yep. But in this case, again, uh, a top-line player from the state of Iowa has decided to take his game elsewhere. Steve Batterson joining us from the Quad City Times. We take a look inside DJ Carton as he cuts his list to his final three. Ohio State, Indiana, Michigan, those final three teams on his list. List, Steve. Have you heard any rumblings? If you if you had to make a pick, where do you think he's leaning right now? I don't think he has a you know a, a favorite out of those three. I think I think he he seems to be content on on making sure that he does his homework. Uh, you know, he he has taken official visits to two of those programs already, and in, in going to Michigan and Indiana earlier this month, uh, uh, he certainly tweeted out a lot of photos from Indiana, uh, and, and there are a lot of visual things at Indiana to. to tweet out uh, uh, you know the arena there is now attached to a to a facility that uh, you know celebrates the history of, of that program and uh, you know and DJ certainly shared his uh, uh, you know interest in that uh, with at least what he uh, put out there publicly during his visit and you know Michigan has always been a little more of a um, you know not as a flashy of a, a situation in terms of arena and facilities and that type of thing but uh, you know they certainly have their tradition on the court that uh, that they sell and and beeline certainly is, has uh, you know earned that uh, uh, you know that level of respect from from recruits around the country with what he's done there uh, you know Ohio State is kind of uh, I guess from my perspective uh, maybe a bit of a wild card with the coaching change there and uh, but certainly the facilities that he'll find at, uh, at the Schottenstein Center and Value City Arena, 
whatever they're calling it these days. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, uh, they're they're up there with everybody else in the Big Ten, and and you know, and Iowa has facilities that that match what uh, is available elsewhere in the league as well right now with their practice facilities and and uh, the access that the players have to those things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not a situation of, of haves versus have-nots here. I think it's more of a situation of uh, of a player seeing uh, uh, an opportunity to, to join a program that is at a certain level, and, and right now that's where Iowa doesn't measure up. Steve Batterson is our guest. Before we let you go, quickly to football, Steve, and... It seems that not only did the basketball team uh, miss out on Carton, now the football team has lost an experienced defensive back. As Manny Ragumba says, I'm out of here. Makes it official. Uh, Look, we all had thoughts and rumors and everything else that he was dropping on the the roster chart. Uh, Your thoughts on Ragumba and, and just the way that this now has played out. Yeah, man, he certainly, you know, had, uh, you know, had his moments. Uh, you, you think back to that Michigan game a couple of years ago and his interception in the fourth quarter was, was huge in that game. Uh, uh, but he, he's also had some uh, issues in terms of, of, of being able to kind of maintain uh, the level of consistency in, in, in play that, uh, uh, that Phil Parker wants to see uh, on the back end of the defense. And, you know, you, you take a look at, uh, at Michael uh, Ojumadia, uh, is a guy who who started uh, you know a handful of games last season and and was the guy who replaced Ragambo when he was suspended for the opener last year uh, and, and certainly by the end of the year Matt Hankins had moved into that starting spot opposite of Jack, Josh Jackson so uh, you know Iowa has no lack of depth at, at cornerback despite losing an All American and and it looked like Ragambo was probably going to be the odd man out in this situation again. Uh, you know, we continue to hear good things about Trey Creamer, a uh, redshirt freshman um, out of Georgia that came in a couple of years ago. Uh, so it, it appeared that, uh, you know, the competition started during the spring, uh, was going to continue into the fall uh, camp. And, and I think what we're, what we're seeing here probably today is a, is a result of, of a player who maybe had a pretty good gut feeling that he wasn't going to be it in in at least at the top of the mix of, of players, uh, you know, seeing time for Iowa this fall. Uh, does it give Iowa a little bit of a hit of depth? Sure, it re- yeah, it does. And it, it'll, it'll force some reshuffling of, of depth and that type of thing once, uh, uh, you know, once some, some talented freshmen get on, on campus as well. So uh, it's, um, you know, I, I think for Manny, uh, you know, he's looking for an opportunity to start, and it, it sounds like he wants to. To put himself in a position to kind of be the guy, and, and I don't think he had uh, the feeling that, he, that that was going to be his role at Iowa. Steve, final thing for you. This is, uh, well, two weeks away from Big Ten Media Day over in Chicago. Do you have one burning question, one thing that more than anything you want to have answered by, by Kirk and the crew he takes with him to Chicago? Well, I, I think the one thing that, that, you know, heading into this next season, uh, you know, Iowa certainly has a lot of the same questions that, that have been there for, for some time. And, you know, it starts with receivers and, and, you know, what kind of progress, you know, he, he anticipates from that group. And, and that's connected to Nate Stanley as well. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. certainly, uh, uh, Nate's completion percentage last year, uh, uh, you know, in, in the, in the 56, 57% range is, is not what Iowa wants or needs, uh, out of its starting quarterback. It, it expects more, and and 
you know, growth there is going to be critical if Iowa hopes to kind of take that next step and move move beyond being that seven and five team. Certainly, the schedule uh, sets it up uh, fairly favorably, but uh, a couple of big games in September are going to kind of set a tone for for how this Hawkeye season plays out. Good stuff. Hey, Steve, as always, great catching up with you. Enjoy your summer and two weeks until Big Ten Media Day as it goes fast each and every summer. Thanks so much for your time. You bet. Take care. That's Steve Batterson joining us. Quad City Times. You can find him on Twitter as well, at SBAT78. With that, we need a break. Coming back on the other side, we got Wolfgang coming back on the other side with more on Jimmy B and TC 1700. And welcome back. Jimmy B and TC continues on here. We got Wolfgang stopping by for a little bit. Plenty to get into here today. And Wolfgang... Well, last time we talked, we broke down the minutes for Iowa State this year. Steve Prome, I think, has certainly the deepest team he's ever had at Iowa State. A lot of excitement about that squad, but we ran out of time before we got to the Hawkeyes. So this is something that we do each and every summer. Before we get into that, how was the weekend? It was phenomenal. It's good to talk to you. And please do not ever say do homework. This is not homework. All right, homework was back in the day. You had to go home and do two hours of algebra after you've been in you know class for eight days or for eight hours. Excuse me. This is not homework. This is awesome. Looking up stats, trying to figure out what you remember from last year, what you don't remember. Oh, that guy's better than I thought he was. Look at that percentage. That's love making to me. It was beautiful. Loved it, Trent. You're not excited. Homework. Don't ever call it homework again. Okay. Please. All right. Not, not homework. Not homework. This is love something, making a labor of love. love. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm I'm excited for this, and I think going to be a lot of fun breaking down the minutes for the Hawkeyes this year. We did it for Iowa State. We're going to do it here for Iowa. Last year, this team came into the season. We anticipated. You know, remember that goofy theory that I came up with last year, where hey, maybe even Fran, they're so deep, maybe they should just set a guy down for a time and, and things like that. I'm just. I feel dumb just th- thinking even no, things like no, that. No, no, that's genius. Actually, Trent, please go. Yeah, well, it obviously didn't come to fruition. We we didn't need to see that happen with the squad as they go four and fourteen in the Big Ten last season. But here we are, a new no, season. Real quick, what do yeah. you mean? What do you? Why are you wrong there? What do you mean? You're not wrong. I think we should have like sat somebody. I think we should sit somebody this year. This is why making the minutes thing is hard for me this year. I think somebody should be redshirted. Why are you wrong? I don't get why you're saying that. Well, because uh, they needed all hands on deck, and it still didn't matter. I, I guess that's that's the way that I look at it. Okay, but I, you would also agree sometimes too much of something can ruin what you have. Yeah, I, 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 I can buy that. I don't think you're wrong. You just totally gave up there on your opinion last year. I thought it was brilliant. I still do. Well, in theory it was. It, it was all right. It was all right. I've had better ones out there. How about that? I've had I've All been right. better at times. All right, go ahead. I'm waiting to hear it. Well, let's get into it here. <laughs> we got 200 minutes to play around with. Now, the additions this year, C.J. Frederick comes in, Joe Weis- Wieskamp comes in, two guards or guard-slash-forward in, in the case of Wieskamp, however you want to consider him. But uh, let's go through here, and let's start with, the point guard, Jordan Bohannon. Connor McCaffrey back healthy this year, but let's start with Bohannon. Oh, how many minutes per game for J-Bo? All right. Now, you're going to be impressed with me, I think. I did a lot of homework. Not a lot, but I did some math, and I was doing the cat like our, like, I, you have a calculator on your phone, right? The yeah, iPhone? Yeah. 
pretty good. Love it. So it had low battery, took it up to charge it, used the battery we have. The It's actually a pretty high-tech computer or like a calculator. Could not get anything right. I'd do it three times, and I'd come up with a different thing every single time. So there's some number that's sticking. It was ruining my day because I was sitting here. I'm just wasting time doing it. The iPhone, awesome. Awesome calculator. Every single time, the same thing because I thought about doing an article on this. Trent, uh-huh. I thought this would be cool yeah. or possibly, you know, a podcast. You know, and, and break down what we're, we are right now. I thought it'd be fun to do. But anyway, so the iPhone was great. The regular calculator that was actually high-tech sucked. There was some sort of stickiness on that. I'm sure one of my kids, like, dropped, you know, some sticky candy or something on it. But <laughs> Bohan, let's go, 682 minutes last year. Divided by 20, and I can't wait to see what you think of this because I've done this now with John Miller and you for a number of years. And I've always felt like something was off. I've told you that. I feel like we're like he would bring it up like off the cuff, and you would kind of, and I didn't get to think about it really hardcore and try to figure out what we're missing here. We're off. We've been off. What are we doing here? We're doing it the whole season, right? We've been doing it the whole season. Okay, so I said, let's not do that. You agree with that? Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going Big Ten, would you say? the? And there were 20 games last year, so I broke it down to 20 games, Trent. Would you agree with that? Let's do that. Okay. Big Ten games only. Do you like that? That's fine. Yep, I'm good with that. Okay, so I looked this stuff up, and so we only lose Ellingson, Ewell, and Wagner. And Ellingson, I mean, it depends on how you look at this. Again, Trent, is it minutes per game over the whole season? So, yes, I mean, yes, yes, that, that, that's how you do it. That's not the right way to go about it. Over the Big Ten season, that's what we're talking about. No, I disagree. What? If see if I can talk you into this. So, let's say, who is the guy? Um, Yule. Guess how many, and I'm going to throw you on the spot, do you mind? No. How many game, How many Big Ten games out of 20 did he play? Uh, eight. Okay, you've been doing your homework, obviously. I think you're right, actually. I think oh, it's really? Eight. I think it's literally eight. Okay. Yeah, he played eight, missed 12. So in those in those eight games out of twenty he played Trent, he averaged four point seven five points. So if you actually gauge that to twenty games where he didn't play, where he wasn't good enough, where we didn't like the matchups, where he was whatever, he was not good to play. Did not play coach's decision, right? Okay. DNP one point nine points per game. So do you want us going one point nine? Or do you want to score four point seven five? Well, I don't care about points per game. I'm all I'm worried about is minutes. That's I'm sorry, I meant minutes. I meant minutes. Yeah. I'm sorry, minutes is what I meant. Right. So four point seven five minutes in the eight games he played in, he no. didn't play in twelve. Right. Right. No, this is this is all twenty games. So if he averages whatever it was one point seven minutes a game, then that's what we're putting him down for. We're not putting. Now, 4. You didn't do that math. Are you joking? Where'd you find that? I did that. I was just I was just listening. See the the listening listen, skills that I wow. talked to you about. That is thank you. So it's one point nine if you stretch that over twenty games, okay? Yes. But he only played in eight, so the eight he played in, he averaged four point seven five minutes. Do you understand where we're getting this wrong the last couple of years, you, me and John? Do you understand how this is getting we're totally screwing this up? Well, not really, because I'm just talking about over the course. It's an average. That's all we're doing here is an average. You're talking about algebra. An average. Over the 20 games, this is what it is. Okay? 
Well, no, it's not really because if you look up the minutes for the year, yeah, you're 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 making this you're making this yeah, much. That's how I do things. You're making this way things. too difficult. All right, I'll do I'll do the podcast on that. We can do it however we want it now. <laughs> I'm going to explain why everybody's totally wrong. It's so bogus. This is why we screw this up for years. No, it's not screwed up. It's it's an average per game. That's it. That's it. You're making it way more difficult than it needs yeah, to be. Yeah, and you're you're a former teacher, dude. You should think deeper than this. I'm not given. I'm not given like uh, Riley Till. Was he the walk on? Mm-hmm. I'm not given uh, Charlie Rose minutes in my. Did you? No, no. Why not? Because it it's not. This is not what we're trying to do. We're trying to figure. You're you're thinking way yeah, deeper than this. Yeah, okay, season. this is how why Tiff hates me, and I I agree with her. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Jordan Bohannon. How many minutes per game last year? He averaged over the course of the season thirty-two minutes a game. How many for Jay Bo? I don't care what it was the whole season. I did the math, and please let me say, Trent, I didn't do this for no reason. 34.1 minutes. Okay. Over 20 games in Big Ten play. Big Ten play only. I did this math. If you don't let me say this, I will hang up. (laughs) No, that's fine. That's fine. 34 minutes a game in Big Ten play. No, (laughs) 34.1. How many minutes are you giving him? 34.1. 30? Oh, you, you have... Let's not go to a decimal here. Are are you really going to a decimal? You said do your homework, jerk. <laughs> well, you're you're well ahead of me. You know, th- this is like, hey, come back with a one-page uh, paragraph <laughs> on on uh, the book that we read last week, and you're in here. You got a ten sheet. You got the the front page on it. You got the thing stapled. You got a nice crease on it. I mean, you you went above and beyond. All right, so <laughs> thank you. So you're giving him. So okay, let's go. No, there's Connor, right? There's Connor there, Connor yep. McCaffrey. I like him. I know, I'm reading some of the message boards and Twitter, the Twitter people, and they don't like him. I'm like, I kind of like Connor, so let's go less, right? But this is Big Ten play, the games that matter. Let's go down. I'm going to say it before you do. Let's go less than what he made, what he played last year in minutes, 34.1. I say we go less. What do you say? Is oh, yeah. Is a combination I... thing? Are we going that way or are we going to – Let's you go first. I go first. Let's like come to a conclusion. Well, I already put you down for thirty-four point one because you said you're going decimal. I know, but well, that's how I would do it. I don't. Again, what you're, what you're, are you saying? How I would coach them? How Fran should coach them? Th- yes, th- this will? is a blue. We're giving a blueprint to Fran McCaffrey. I'll send this email over to him. We'll see if he takes a look. Okay. So, oh wait, this is our thing. Well, then I kick three guys off the team. Well, we're not going that far. All right. This is a well, combination of what we believe Fran should do and what we, Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, that gives us an out. All right, this is a combination of kind of what we think and what Fran will do. I like that. And then we should do one down the line where what we would do, yes. literally, if we were coaching. Correct. Red-shirting guys, things like that. Okay. Okay, nice. Okay, now I know. Gotcha. Um, I would put Bohannon at 34.1 last year. I'd put him at, we got Connor this year. Let's go 31 in Big Ten play. What would you say? 31. I had it at 30, so we're in the same ballpark. All right. Okay, I'm cool with 30. Fine. Let's go to Tyler Cook. Cook a year ago, 28 minutes over the course of the whole season, not just Big Ten play. We're talking Big Ten play here. I have him down slightly 27 minutes a game. Interesting. And you said, okay, so I know what the Big Ten play was 30.25, said my calculator. 30.25 in only Big Ten games. And you're saying, so you're going down. 
I am. We're talking Big Ten play. You understand? I am. And here is my thought process. I want each and every one of these guys, and this is something that I'm sure is being talked about. But a year ago, as bad as they were defensively, I want guys that are out there competing each and every possession. I I want guys that are going out there and figuring out, all right, we're going to do it this way. This is the way that it needs to be done. We have to do this on this end. So when I look at it, what I think is you have to – you want everybody out there that is going to see minutes to go out there and compete at the highest level. And because of that, maybe it's a little bit more foul trouble for Cook. And if you tell him, you know what? We need you defensively this year. I know you might get into some foul trouble. I'm going to go this across the board. You know, this is one of the things I talked about with the depth they had last year. Is I believe that when guys are in there, it should have been Coral Pencil and Ryan Creener and on and on and on. What a guy has got to lay up, make him earn it. Make him earn it. I am going <laughs> to that line again this year. Make him earn it at the free throw line. We have depth. Play hard. 27 minutes a game for Cook. Who do you, what do you got? So, I think you'll like this. I mean, are we doing all this today? Do we? Are, how long are we going? Because I have a funny thing I think you'll like about Cook and, and Fran's coaching philosophy. I wrote down all his minutes per game. So, what would you say to this? I, I'd want you to, so it's 34 minutes. 14. 34, 27, 27, 39, 29, 39, 40. What, what, what was that second game, would you say? He ended up with three fouls. Oh, yeah. He, he left in the first half with two fouls, one of the most ridiculous thought processes that are still out there today. You follow your own guy out when you do that. Best case scenario. Guy gets two fouls in the first four minutes of the game. Best case scenario, he's playing 24 minutes for you in the ball game. You're following just, out your own guy. It, it drives me insane. It's so many things that I have problems with, with coaches. If we ever talk to Fran, I'd be, I would ask him just his philosophy. I'd be totally nice to him, be totally, you know, totally cool with, you know, I understand people have different philosophies. There are coaches that are studs that agree with Fran on certain stuff. Mm -hmm. I just happen to disagree big time. You see 34 and then you, or where is it? Let's see, um, Cook, 34 minutes, and then his second Big Ten, 14 minutes. And he ended up, this is the greatest thing, Trent, he ended up with uh, three fouls. Fouled on his own guy. That's what that's what Fran did. Oh, I asked Fran about that uh, when I was up covering the game up against Colorado in Sioux Falls because uh, uh, Bohannon got a couple fouls in the first half, then came back later in the first half with those two fouls, one of the first times we've ever seen that under McCaffrey. I said, is this a change in your philosophy? Are you open it up to the idea? He said no, and it was. Connor McCaffrey, you could see how tired he got because he was still battling the effects of everything that he was going through. And he said, we just couldn't play Connor at that point. So we went back to that. And I think Daly also had some foul trouble. So that was the reason for it. But no, it wasn't a shift in philosophy. It was only dictated by what happened on the floor because of injuries and because of other foul trouble. Okay, I'm giddy right now. Just say no. I'm loving this. All right. So what do you got for Cook? Oh, okay. What'd you go with? 27. Okay. All right, like I said, did the homework, um, played 605 minutes, divide that by 20, 30.25. You said 27, what'd you say, 27, 28? 27, yep. 27, um, I think he'll, yeah, I go to 28. Will you go with me there? 28. You said 27, let's go 28. All right, you got 28. All right, let's go to the big man in the middle, Luca Garza, 21.7 minutes per game last season overall. 
I'm going to bump up. I'm going to 24 minutes a game for Garza. Okay, I love this dude. I love his passion. I love his heart. I love his intensity. I love the way he actually has a chip on his shoulder. There are actually guys I love on this team. You would never think that with a four-win team, Trent. Mm-hmm. Would you? There are guys on this team that I go, they actually give a damn more than 90% of the Hawkeye basketball players I've ever seen. And we'll get to that. But there are guys on this team, Trent. Look the roster over right now, and I'll let you. But there are guys on this team, and I would say three of them. I'll have to look three or four. Three, three guys, at least, that I look at and go, these guys really give a damn. They care. They want to be good. That's why it sucks losing the Bettendorf guys so bad. But if you look at Cook, we're going to leave that there. Um, and we were at Garza. Geez, so I, had, I did the math, Trent, and we had four, 478 minutes last year. 20 games, played in all 20, so we played 23.9, so let's say 24, 24 minutes. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about roster construction at one time, but 24 minutes, there's 40 minutes in a game. That's got to go over, I'd say, 27. Let's give him 27 again. In Big Ten play is what I'm talking about. You're going 27 for Luca Garza. All and right. You what? I was at 24, a little bit lower than you. The well, he de- played 24 last year, so you think it's going to be the same? Yes, yeah. yeah. All right, let's, let's lower that a little bit. Let's, we're, we're doing this. Let's combine this. Well, well, well I said I, 27. I got to separate. I got to separate it right now. We, we can combine at another day. This is, oh, no, I'll tell you. Trust me, if we do it another time, I will be like, <laughs> this is my thing. You're all wrong. I'd redshirt two guys. So, I mean, we can do that if you want. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's go to Isaiah Moss next. A very interesting one. Up and down, inconsistent. Maybe ironed it out a little bit from what he was during his redshirt freshman season, but still the inconsistency we saw really throughout the season. He goes, here's his, here's his last uh, last six games. Ready? Yeah, I can play if you'd like me to. 12 points, 5 points. 32 points, 12 points, 6, 8. Inconsistent, and we saw that throughout the year. Now, can that consistency be ironed out a little bit. I think so. Need to see improvements on the defensive end. I'm still a big Isaiah Moss fan. I believe he's a starter again this year. I think your lineup is Bohannon, Moss, Wieskamp, Cook, Garza. That's the starting five. I'm going, though, 23 minutes a game for Isaiah Moss because, well, we'll get to one of the reasons here in a little bit. Yeah, I have him down. I did the math. I told you I was having problems, and this is obviously wrong. It's annoying, so I will do him over. I have him at 668 minutes. Not a ton behind Bohannon in Big Ten play. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit over Cook. i, I got to be wrong there. I obviously did the math wrong there. 668 divided by 20 is three, 33 minutes, uh, 0.4 seconds. Yeah, that, I'm not, that, that can't be right. That can't be right. Because I'm, I'm looking through here, 23, 21, 32, 33, 22, yeah, 15, 30, yeah, 18. when I looked at that. Yeah. It, so would, it, would 20, let's see, um, looking at him right now, yeah, that's clearly, yeah, when looking at it, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so I like him. I like his game. I think he's got talent. But I, when I look at him, I go, at least understand what your game is. I look at this team right now, Trent, and I go, who are our guards? Who are the guards, Trent? We know who the forwards and the big forwards and centers are. Who are the guards? What do you do now? It's a different game, Trent. It starts making me mad because I 
got this all down on paper, all the numbers and everything. And I look at Bohannon, McCaffrey, Daly, Moss, okay? Mm-hmm. I would say those are four guys on our team that anybody that knows anything about basketball goes, those guys are guards. Would you, would you agree? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Those are guards. Everybody after that? You know, I don't know. You tell me, Trent. Weiss Camp? Well, and that's... He's a three. See, and that's the problem. He, he Is he a three? I mean, do we know enough about him? Is he more of a two? Is he more of a three? I don't know. The, the reason I think he's going to play a ton of minutes at the three is they really don't have a three on this roster. You know, Jack Dungey, they tried him there. He's not a three. He doesn't have the skill set right now to be a three. He's a power forward. Same thing with Nicholas Bear. Nicholas Bear is better at a power forward spot than he is at the small forward spot in terms of ball handling and those kind of things out on the wing, driving to the bucket. He can do nice things. He can spot up. You expect him to shoot it better. Because of that, that's why I think Wieskamp is going to see a ton of minutes. He's going to be basically your small forward. Is he better as a two-guard? We'll figure that out after we get to see him. But, yeah, it kind of throws a wrench into things here. Roster construction, that's what it comes back to. No, right? and it, it's not its not something that should not be talked about. its I'm looking at this going, this is almost, and it's not that I don't like some of these guys. I really like some of these guys, Trent. Some of these guys I really, really, really like. But then I'm looking at, like, so we got Nungy, Pemsel, Cook, Creener, and Garza. I mean, none of those guys can play the three. Bear can. Actually, I didn't, I didn't even name him. I guess Nungy can. You don't want him doing that. So I'm looking at this, and it's like, what is the game now, Trent? I brought you this with some of the NBA GMs. They didn't even get it. Like a soft poll of talking about who would you take number one right now for your future, and they took your boy from the minute. You know, Minnesota Timberwolves? So, I don't know. I don't pretend to know, and it's funny when people pretend to know, but I go guard heavy. In today's game, I would go guard heavy, mm-hmm. and we only have four guards on our team that you would look and go, they're guards. I don't even know if they're good enough. I'm not saying they're good enough. I'm just saying if you look at them, you go, those four guys are guards. At least we know we have four guards in Bohannon, McCaffrey, Daly, and Moss. Those are guards. At least we can say that. Are they good enough? I don't know, Trent. What do you say? Yeah, good enough for what? Good enough to have a winning record? Make the sure. tourney. Make the tourney. No. Not with what I saw of him defensively. And that's what I keep coming back to. All right, Wolfgang, you got to give me an answer. Isaiah Moss, how many minutes? I, I did 20, the math for you. He averaged 23.4? No, he averaged 22.1 minutes in Big Ten play last year. Okay. Okay, so I, I said 22.4. So I, was, I put a three instead of a two. So it was close. Um, so 22 versus what's he going to get? I mean, he's got to play a lot if we want to win. So I can't wait to do this until we can, like, say what we're going to do. Let's go. He's going to get – he got 22 in Big Ten play last year. Moss did, Isaiah Moss. Uh, we're going to go 26. 26. All right. And let's finish here with the final starter, at least with my projections. Joe Wieskamp comes in shooting ability. There's a story last week uh, when the beat writers had an opportunity to talk with the guys. Jordan Bohannon mentioned one of their first open practices. He goes up and dunks over Tyler Cook and kind of opened everybody's eyes. Got excited here in that one. Joe Wieskamp this year. How many minutes per game? In Big Ten. 
That's awesome. They have trampolines at Carver Hawkeye. No trampolines. He's got mm-hmm. some ups. All right. Uh, I can't wait to see it, brother. I've seen some. I've seen some film. You've gone back and forth on him. You're all over the place. I want to nail you down at some point. Yeah, you're all over the place on him. What he's going to do. What position he should play. How great he's going to be his freshman year. I mean, I get it. You're thinking out loud sometimes on the radio. What do you think Wieskamp is going to be? Should I put like put you down right now? I think he's your starting small forward, and I think he's okay. going to average 25 minutes a game. Okay. That's all you got for me. For now. 10% three-point. Okay, that's straight. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> so Wieskamp, is that what you want to know minutes on? Yeah. Well, if we think he's both a starter, he's really the only, I'm not saying true three, kind of the only true three that I see in my old brain's mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's kind of like my vision of what I've always considered a three, I guess. If that's wrong, you can totally disagree with me, no problem. Bear, I guess he's a three. He's not a guard. I don't look at Bear and say he's a guard. Do you? I love Bear, but no, no. I don't know what Bear is. He's just a nice off-the-bench dude that I love to watch and compete. None of those other big guys are threes. Who is our three other than him? He's got to make a lot more minutes, and I'm talking myself into a lot more minutes with Wieskamp, and you said what? 25 a game. I mean, I'm actually cool with that. I don't even see somebody else that even is decent at the three. I mean, Nunji tried it last year. Pencil can't be a three. Cook, Greener, Gar- I mean, seriously, Trent, the roster is bleeped. It's bleeped. So we're going to go, yeah, maybe I'd go even a, little, a tad more. Or maybe Fran is worried about losing people. So we're going with a combination of Fran and us. Let's go 25. Let's go 25. That sounds good. 25. Same for Wieskamp. All right, we're through the starters. We'll come back, and we will do the reserves. Still a lot more to come. we got to pick up the pace here, Wolfgang. We're going to run out of time. Back with more in a moment.